0: BLOB TALK RADIO Good morning, good
1: morning, good morning. Happy Napwic Talks Wednesday. I'm Jada Williams, your host, your National Napwic Talks radio chair, and you already know every Wednesday I'm super excited and happy to join to come and share useful information. So, again, thank you, guests and members, all of our listeners, for joining us again for our happy Napwic Talks. Wednesday, this morning. So, of course, you know I have to ask you to go and like, share, and follow on all the different social media platforms and or head over, of course, to our NAVWIC, org website so you can stay up to date on all of the great events and activities and useful resources on that website that we work so hard to share with you all. Again, thank you for joining us this morning. You have myself, Jada Williams, and Miss Ursula Odom this morning on the air. Of course, we'll also check the studio to see if we have the master builder herself and McNeil in the studio a little later. So let's get into doing what it is that we do, Miss Ursula, and that's being the voice of black women in construction. So, this morning, we have a Miss Amber Lowhorn. Currently, she is the Director of the Small Business Enterprise Program for Jackson Health Systems. So, this morning, our special guest is Ms. Amber Lohorn, and in her work with Jackson's small business program, Amber has managed initiatives that encourage and increase participation of small and historically underutilized suppliers in all of Jackson's procurement activities. Her mission is identifying and creating opportunities for those businesses to provide goods and services to Jackson. Her personal goals include but are not limited to sharing information that results in successful outcomes and connecting suppliers with the right people and resources. Wow, that sounds like NABWIC in itself. Currently, Amber takes advantage of every opportunity to keep suppliers informed of ways to participate in Jackson's nearly $2 billion capital Program. That is amazing. This 10 year construction and renovation effort includes a first of its kind mental protege, protege program partnering local small minority businesses with healthcare construction management giants for a priceless training experience. Thank you, Amber, for joining us this morning. You sound like the Connect. How are you? <laughs>
2: Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. So I know I went through a little bit of what it is that you do over at Jackson, and I could not give it enough justice because that little – Two minutes I took was very powerful on these programs that you're leading over at Jackson. Could you just share with the audience and our members, uh, members again, get your notepads out and take some notes because you're about to get some information. But Miss Longhorn, could you share with us a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do, as
2: Miss Ursula like to say, what it is that you do over there
1: um, in your own terms to our listeners?
2: Okay, so I'm the director. Well, first of all, thank you to Navway for this invitation. I'm so pleased to participate in this um, blog talk radio segment this morning. Um, I'm the director of Jackson Small Business Enterprise Program. Um, Jackson Health System is our local county government. We're here in Miami-Dade. Uh, we are a local county government health care provider, so we provide health care uh, to the citizens of Miami-Dade County. Regardless of ability to pay. So, anyone who walks through our doors is going to get the um, help and services that they need so that they can go home healthy. So, what do I do here at Jackson? At Jackson, I identify and create opportunities for local small Miami Dade County businesses and national um, diverse suppliers to do business with Jackson. So, we look at everything that we're buying, we buy $600 million a year in goods and services, um, and that's ranging from medical supplies to consultant services to uh, construction services. We, we buy everything um, as a health care provider to the citizens of Miami-Dade County, an employer of uh, 11,000 employees here. We are a huge system with six hospitals. We have urgent care clinics, primary care clinics, long-term care facilities all throughout the county. Um, so we need a lot of stuff, and um, we buy a lot of things. And it's my job and um, really my goal to look at everything we're buying and find ways for small and diverse businesses um, to provide those goods and services to us.
1: Thank you so much, Miss Longhorn. Um, and um, that is a big budget, spending Six hundred million dollars a year, and then to identify and to create those opportunities where it's sounding like small businesses and uh, minority business owners can participate in that. What okay. have been some of the ways that you've um, gotten small businesses involved? What, well, how do you get them to? Um, be aware of the opportunity and to make sure that they are prepared for the opportunity.
2: So every day we're talking with small businesses um, to explain the process of Jackson. That's another huge part of my role. um is just really helping people understand this big monster and how to tackle it. You know, how to come after the business, how to secure the business, how to keep the business. Uh, we do a lot of of walking vendors through our processes, making sure that they're connected with the right resources to help them succeed. Um, just um, that's that's a daily basis. Sharing information is um, something that we we do our best to really get the information out there, get the opportunities out there to the community, get um, information on resources. So we don't have money to hand out, but maybe we can find somebody that does share that information. Uh we partner with a lot of community organizations um targeted to minority vendors and small businesses to really help them um leverage their the information that we're sharing to share that with their networks. Um and um just regular, you know, just really everyday connecting the vendors to the resources we even identify vendors. Um so if we have an opportunity come up we, we go the extra step to try to identify diverse vendors in those in those spaces so that we can let them know we reach out to them directly and let them know of our opportunities even if they're not on our mailing list, even if they're not registered in our procurement system. Um so we, we really do take as many steps as possible to make sure that people know about the opportunities because what we always see is that people just didn't realize that opportunity was out there and that's why they missed them. So
1: Yes, and you you sound very hands on with assisting small businesses um, and throughout the whole process. So um, that is music to my ears. There, so um, it's it's knowing that you'll get the information and then have the support to go along with it, which is which is very powerful. So with that, because um, we have to connect the dots. So how does that or how did you hear about NABWIC and what ways um have we um you know the organization and Amber work together?
2: So I heard about NABWIC through Miss Ann McNeil, the master builder. Um she is actually one of Miami Dade County small businesses um MCO construction and services. So we were we were really trying to reach out to the community as our capital program was launching. Um, to you know, to get their feedback and, and really structure our program in a way that small businesses and diverse businesses could take advantage of this huge opportunity that was coming down the pike. Um, and Miss Ann immediately said, "You need to get, you know, we need to connect you with Network because our members need to know what's coming. They need to get prepared um, so that they can participate." So that's how I found out about Network.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, Ms. Ann and MCO, MCO is a great consulting company um, that she has built up, of course, being the master builder, creating these different opportunities. So, Amber, how long have you been involved with the program over there at Jackson?
2: So I've been involved with the program since 2012, so for eight years. Um, And the way that I came to the program was a little unorthodox. I actually had been at Jackson four years prior. Um, I was brought into the system to manage a a contract database. I have a computer information systems background. So uh, I was working in that um, database, working with that database, and the financial crisis hit. And when the financial crisis hit um, in 2012, we could not hire anybody. Um, we were we had a hiring freeze like most organizations across the country, um, but at that time I was actually interested in learning new things. Um, you know, I had gotten my job down, and and I was it was it had become a little mundane. So I um, there was a vacancy in our small business program here, at Jackson. I offered to assist with that effort. You know, just to learn something new and and really help the organization in a time that they could not bring on a new person to manage that program. Um, and so I offered my help in two thousand and twelve and then in two thousand thirteen, um, our CEO pursued a bond from our local um, taxpayers and um, the bond pursuit was almost a billion dollars, and the purpose of that would be to um, build and renovate our you know facilities for Jackson. Um, because we're we're at this point we're hundred years old. Um, we've been in this community for hundred years. Uh we had some very old facilities and, and um you know, it started to look old, so we really wanted to give um the citizens of Miami Dade County the experience um, that their tax dollars deserve when they come. They 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 get world class health care. but we wanted them to be comfortable while they were receiving that. With you know, in a nice facility that they could feel proud of. Um, So, again, in 2013, the CEO pursued and secured a nearly $1 billion bond, um, and one of his promises to the community was that minority businesses would be participating in this work. Um, So that really took me um, out of the frying pan into the fire. I was learning this new industry um, and really had the opportunity, the great opportunity, to get a lot of hands-on learning. Um, So that's what I've been doing for the past eight years. It took us a couple of years to get things ready to push out for the capital program. Um, And we've, at this point, been working on it about five years now.
1: Oh, wow. Amazing. And yes, indeed, much of the country is 100 years old Um, The infrastructure there in itself, there's a lot of opportunities in construction moving forward as we end the last of the business year, go moving towards 2021. So I hope that everyone's listening um, to what Ms. Lawhorn is saying because we also spoke on this topic during our CBC, which everyone knows last week was an amazing week in NABWIC world where we had our Congressional Black Caucus um, reception and our State Department meeting. And a lot of those breakout sessions were on infrastructure and opportunities and infrastructure moving forward in the future. So members and guests listening in, if you missed, last week's activities you could always go back on our social media feeds and catch up on those um, those uh, those audio recordings and also go over to our I know for a fact our YouTube channel the marketing team is breaking that down to pieces and, and putting it out as many episodes so if you miss any of that please go back and check that out but amber yes the program was much needed before we did have the um, opportunity to hear from some of the protégés themselves. Um, Really quickly before I ask you to speak more about the opportunities and how you guys came about, because I know that was a process in itself. Like you said, it took some time. I would like to remind our listeners, if you have any comments, or questions that you would like to ask miss amber lawhorn directly please press one on your phone and or drop a comment and the um, facebook or instagram comments things of that nature we are watching out for those and emailing us as well Um, before we move forward we'll go ahead and take our next commercial break so you can hear from our great advertisers and come back and get some engagement
0: We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com/nabwic. Thank you and we're back.
1: Yes, we are back with Miss Amber Lowhorn this morning who is the director of the Small Business Enterprise Program for Jackson Health Again, thank you for joining us this morning for all of our listeners, members, guests, and Ms. Amber. If you missed it, didn't get to hear the beginning of this awesome interview, don't fret. You can always just go back in, press press the link, and, and listen to us a little later. So let's check the studio and see, Miss uh, Ursula, do we have anyone that pressed one on their phones that want to ask or engage? Has the master builder herself and McNeil stepped in the studio yet? And are you coming off a mute? You can go ahead and get this conversation yes, sir. started <laughs> again.
3: Yes, I good morning. What a wonderful show. And people are engaged in listening this morning. Um, But while they're thinking about it in addition, I would like to ask, um, Amber, a a career question. With your being in a position of handling so much money, um, what do you credit your your career path to or your keys to success to be where you are?
2: Passion. Um, I actually care about the work that I'm doing. It's important to me that uh, people succeed. I'm also uh, inspired constantly. I'm inspired by the businesses that I work with. Um, I'm inspired by the leadership and the things that they're doing with our organization. Um, And um, just curiosity. I've always been a curious person. I love learning. I love um, being exposed to new information. Like with our capital program, that has been so exciting to me. I've had to learn the construction industry, which I never expected to do. Um, and, it's, you know, it's just been such an exciting time in my life, in my professional career, and um, it really makes every day different. You know, I don't have the same day. I've never had the same day twice since I came into this role. So um, it's re- really passion, curiosity, and and, uh, and interest in learning and learning looking for inspiration from everywhere. Um that's what has really pushed me forward.
3: And and then finally the example that you may have that speaks to a joyful moment where you know you helped someone. Could you give us an example of what that the one of the most wonderful moments where you know this worked?
2: Hmm. Um I went to a meeting for another organization just to sit in and learn about um an initiative they were kicking off the ground. At the meeting were two small businesses that um I'm familiar with. I've worked, you know I work with them all the time. Um and I noticed some similarities in the personalities of the owners. So I took the time at the meeting. I said, "Hey, you guys need to meet." Um you know, you should you should meet each other. You're very similar, and you should meet each other. They do two different things, by the way. Um, and so a couple of weeks later, I got a phone call. Amber, thank you so much for that introduction. Um, that day, you know, the two of us sat outside. We talked. We went downstairs. We had lunch. And um, we've been talking ever since. This is what the bis- one of the business owners is saying to me. And then he says, um, we've decided, I'm calling you to let you know, that we've decided to JV, to joint venture, and pursue government huh. contracts. And they've done that, wow. and they are actively working on projects together today. And, um, you know, that it, sometimes you just don't realize the power that exists in connecting people to people, resources, um, and opportunities until something, I mean, you can't deny that impact. You know, it takes some sometimes it takes something like that for me to really feel like I okay, you're you're actually doing something good here. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my moment. Well
1: congratulations for that moment.
3: And back Thank to you. you, Jada.
1: Oh, well I was just enjoying um listening. Yes, it's it's always great to have those um roles where you get that that special roles here or there where you can connect and feel connected to your, your
4: position.
1: And, Amber, I just want to say, because I was a part or privy to being a part of those conversations um, quietly on three ways, four ways, five ways, you know how the master builder does you, throw you on the call yeah. real quick. So I got to hear you speaking and I just want you to know that I truly appreciate you. I appreciate you using your voice, your role, your passion, things that you just mentioned, your inspiration, your your curiosity, your thirst for knowledge and helping um, the community and being a pillar um, for us, I, I really appreciate that. I love you, and I know that Jackson Hospital has to appreciate you too, girl, because it's this it's amazing over there. Um, this, on this little note, and you spoke on your passion and inspiration. Could you share with us? Because all of us aren't there yet, and sometimes we all need a little pick me up or want to I'm feel like the way you know. I'm not always
2: there, I'm I'm still a work in progress.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are, but you know. Um, like you mentioned, we're we're so busy working in our talents and the day to day. What kind of what books do you read, or what is one of your favorite books that you've read, if you would like to so share I'll with our community? I'll,
2: I'll tell you what I'm reading through, um, and it's taken me some time. Uh, and I was given this book in my hand um, at this point, probably two years ago. Uh, but I'm grateful for the graciousness of the person that that handed me the book um and their patience with my own process to get through it but think and grow rich um think and grow rich is a challenging book because it really uh forces you to expand your mind and it's not comfortable it's not a comfortable book to read it's not um a fun book to read you know you're not laughing and 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 rolling around while you're reading it 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 really causes you to do some some really deep introspection Look at the ways that you are impacting your own life and um, force you to see how you can actually expand your life. So that's what I'm reading now. It's like I said, it, I was given it two years ago. I just finally opened the book this year um, and I'm getting through it. But um, it's, it's really an impactful book. Miss Ann McNeil herself handed me the book and um, it's a life changing experience. I'm grateful. Uh, to you, Anne, for for sharing this book with me, and I encourage anyone who who is interested in growing to pick up "Think and Grow Rich."
1: I read through "Think Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. So again, don't miss that tip, audience. "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill, and yes, we all thank Miss Anne for introducing us to that. And with that being said, I know. The master builder herself is in the studio and is jumping off of her seat. Miss Ann McNeil, welcome this morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday.
4: Good morning. I did my very best to not say anything.
1: (laughs) I already know.
4: (laughs) Ann McNeil, the master wealth builder and the founder of this awesome organization. I am excited and. Whoever asked the question, you really know how to press my button. Thank you, Amber, for that, because I believe that the best, uh, and you said it earlier, the best compliment I believe that any of us can receive is to know we matter, and we matter to others in the spirit of service as we give and as we share. So thank you so very much for giving and sharing today with us, and then talking about my second favorite book. And I know the hour is well spent, and we're going to respect your time. But I, you know, as one of the recipients of all the hard work you did on the Jackson um, Bond Program, our firm MCO Construction was one of the recipients of the Mentor Protégé Program, and like many of your other Uh, uh, protégés, we too are continuing a relationship with two of the firms that were mentors. My question to you this morning is, of everything that you've experienced as a part of this, what do you see in the horizon moving forward within the Jackson Health System for this program once the bond
2: money is spent. Thank you. So, what our goal was in establishing that mentor protege program was really to create um, the knowledge and ex- or to build the knowledge and experience in healthcare construction, uh, construction management. So, there's two parts of healthcare. I'm, I'm sorry, two parts of construction. Uh, one is the actual work on the ground. The other is the work in the office. And what we found was minority vendors; they did not always get the opportunity to get that opportunity. I mean, to get that information, knowledge, experience in the office on healthcare construction projects, and healthcare construction is its own um, its own industry, um, separate and apart from any other uh, construction activity. Um, and that was that was you know, it was a hamster wheel because if you didn't have the experience, you could not get the experience. You couldn't qualify to get the experience if you didn't already have the experience. Um, So we wanted to break that hamster wheel and allow that knowledge to live here locally, right here in Miami-Dade County, instead of having to depend on companies that come in from from all over the states or all over the world um, to bring them in. We wanted to have people here that could do that for us um so through the mentor protege program that's what we've been able to accomplish and we really foresee that that knowledge and experience is going to have a trickle down effect so even though we had seven proteges they're also sharing that knowledge and experience with smaller companies um smaller other diverse vendors that fall under them so after this program is done um we still have we will still have at that point seven hospitals we will still have primary care clinics we will still have urgent care centers all throughout the community that need upkeep um that we hope to renovate we we have not even been able to touch every facility um under our umbrella through this program so that work is going to continue um out into the next 100 years and we really foresee the small uh, and diverse vendors that have been able to gain experience and knowledge through this current process, we foresee them being the providers of those services to us in the future.
1: Thank you so much, Amber, for that, explaining that. So, again, if you didn't know who we are, if you didn't know, now you know, we are the voice of black women in construction, bringing you information and people to you like Miss Amber. So, Amber, how can our audience, how can our members, because you shared a wealth of knowledge just now and um, shared your main focuses and how, how you want to move forward and the goals and gave some, some great explaining um, depth inside the program, how can our members the listeners um, contact you or reach you?
2: Okay, so the best option is email. Um, in doing this work, we're constantly out in the community. Right now, not not because of COVID, uh, but outside of COVID, we are always out in the community, so it's hard to really get anyone on the phone. But we're happy to help schedule an appointment, um, and you can do that by emailing us at small business at jhs like jackson health system miami dot org again small business at j h s dot org and also visit our website www Small dot org again www small dot there are links on the website. Um, our email address is also on the website. Our e procurement system, where you can register to find out about upcoming opportunities, is also linked on that website. There's a lot of information there. But again, um, send us an email and we can schedule an appointment. We're happy to walk you through our process.
1: Okie dokie. Thank you so much, Miss Longhorn. And I have to just say it, Miss Longhorn, because you are the lady over there running the, the, the programs, the small business enterprise program, and that is needed to be known, and we appreciate you again. So, again, audience, she's giving you her the email. She's giving you the website for Jackson, and I've said her name repeatedly on purpose. So we can use her name, members, Amber Lawhorn. Small Business Enterprise Program Director over at Jackson Healthcare Systems. This is the type of information and energy we love to share on NABWIC Talks Wednesday. Again, thank you so much, Miss Amber, for joining us. But before we go, because I know we're at the top of the hour, I just want to make sure in the studio we don't have any more comments and concerns. So while Miss Ursula's checking on that, I would just like to say, MAPWIC's um, next billion-dollar luncheon and transit opportunities, because I know everybody's on the tip of their seats waiting, as always, they know that our billion-dollar luncheon is every second Wednesday of the month, and for October, which is right around the corner, guys, fall season is here, is October 14th. And that is in transit. So you don't want to miss that. You can head over to Eventbrite or our website, www.navwik.org, and go ahead and register and find out more information about the things to come in transit. And also we do have our annual meeting, NABWIC's annual meeting this year in January in Jacksonville. That is January twenty twenty one in Jacksonville, which is right around the corner. We know once October hit, the holidays come and we're done with the year. So be mindful, NABWIC is turning up at the end of the year. Um, again, thank you, Ms. Amber, and Studio Check with Miss Ursula. How are we looking?
3: Well, we had one person that had a hand up wanting to ask the question, but apparently you answered the question because she took her hand down. So all is well.
1: Okay. Well, we've had our words of wisdom from the master builder herself, Ann McNeil. If she's good there, Amber, I would like to thank you again and ask and beg you to continue to do what it is you do because you are making an impact in our small business world. Thank you so much. And with those words, you know where to catch us. That is where you can find us every Wednesday morning, Nabwick Talks Wednesday. Thank you so much. And Amber, would you like to have any closing remarks?
2: I just again thank you, Jada. This has been such a wonderful experience. Thank you, Nabwick, for the invitation. I'm happy to share um any information that I know with the Nabwick community is so important. To see black women in construction. There are so few and we really want that to grow um, as the world continues to grow. So thank you again.
1: Thank you so much for your gracious words. We thank you again. Again, audience, that is words from Ms. Amber Longhorn, who is the Small uh, Business Enterprise Program Director over at Jackson Healthcare Systems. It's been a great NABWIC Talks Wednesday. I hope you're energized and ready to work throughout the rest of your day. Thank you for listening in and join us next Wednesday at 8.30 a.m.
0: This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.